Greetings, I'm Curtis Joseph. This is In Depth. COVID-19, equality, the VA rail blockade. Now, in Toronto, basically, the VA rail blockade, the protests that have been happening for quite a few days now, have disrupted many people's lives who have nothing to do with it. COVID-19, which has basically been hampering a lot of people's lives east of the world of where I live. And then there's equality, where one could say that basically that it could be fair for both sexes to have it, just on the basis of respect. Everything else can be or is subjective to interpretation and perception. But what's interesting about COVID-19 equality and the VA rail blockade is that with all these things that are happening, many of us are not even a part of it. Many of us will not get sick by the COVID-19 coronavirus. Many of us, or actually all of us, will have a different perspective on what equality is to each other, to people we know and people we don't know or may never know. And the VA rail uh, blockade is hampering a lot of people's lives who have nothing to do with it. And yes, and, it's, and I can fairly say that I'm sure that there have been a lot of people who are venting out and like, why can't these people protest in a different, more diplomatic manner than blocking people's uh, way of living in terms of be able to go and travel to see people they need to see, whether it's in personal or in business. It's that in itself is unfair, and, and many will say, "Well, life is unfair." But that that is a different tor terms of I mean, just being unfair based on the fact that basically it's within these people's powers to have done what they did by basically disrupting um, business, people's way of uh, going about in terms of trekking. But what's interesting about COVID-19, first and foremost, is that it, it reminds me much of SARS. It's not as it's it, it it's on a lower percentage, but it has a higher rate in impact and deaths. Yes, SARS was very prominent. Um, I guess you could say, in my perspective, in Toronto, but I mean. Yes, it took a lot of lives from where it originated from, but with uh, the coronavirus compared to the SARS virus, the coronavirus, the percentages are low, but the, I mean, in terms of uh, being, uh, uh, being uh, infected by it, but the percentages is high in the deaths that have been, that have, uh, that have been uh, documented. Equality. In these times, basically, equality, it is subjective in terms of interpretation based on what equality is to people. It seems like it comes with stipulations now. Um, I always thought equality is basically the respect of uh, another human being to the other. Respecting each other, basically, on the basis of, on that higher you know, awareness of perception than that surface level of just saying it and not really invoking it and practicing it in a, um, in, in its great essence. And then the VA rail blockade, 
that's been going on in this protest for indigenous rights. I am all for human rights in terms of like, uh, like we are all respecting each other because we are all part of the human condition. Um, but what's interesting it is, is that in these two latter areas of equality and the via rail blockade, which could have been any other type of protest that disrupts other people's lives who are, who innocently have nothing to do with it. They have to go and meet their family members. They, they could be going on business or they could be going on leisure travel. You know, what's this, what's, what's sad about this is that basically is that when you do these protests, you, they don't take in consideration. They are, affecting other people's lives and messing around with it. Even if they think that they're not do, doing it, they are causing a ripple of ramifications to it. And yes, we could all say this is a part of life because there have been many protests that have, uh, demonstrations that have disrupted other people's lives that had nothing to do with it. And what's interesting is that basically this protest can't keep going on the way it is because this protest reminds me of other protests where you're fighting for the right to be um, a citizen in the country. And yes, there are, and in Canada, there are many, and I found out recently that there are many different laws. I mean, I mean, recently in terms of many more different laws. I mean, I'm aware of a lot of laws here in Canada, but there are other different laws here in Canada that I wasn't aware of that... Um, really doesn't pertain to me as a as a as a, uh, as a natural born citizen of this, a natural born um, person of this country but it, it, it it's like laws that were there before I was even born in this country basically long uh, there long before any of us that uh, that were born in this country or people who came to this country um, as foreigners because my parents are foreigners but that being said um, it's interesting that's that you know it's interesting that basically all this stuff that is there uh in place and it's now being is giving is now more of an uprising it's interesting that basically that out of all of this is that these people if everybody has to realize that when you do these things you are affecting other people's lives and you're and it's amazing that when people get in these bubbles you understand you have to understand and it's like it's great to it's great that you're in the moment of it and you're surrounded by people who have the same um, um, drive but you are you are involved in an idolatry so not an idolatry you're you're involved in an in ideology but you are messing with other people's lives that have nothing to do with it to protest against a government that you feel is doing an injustice to you. Yes, have that for that, but in terms of in a diplomatic, civilized, uh, nonviolent manner. And I know these this protest right now for the VA Rail CN uh, blockades um, that's happening, it is nonviolent and that's brilliant. But at the same time too, what you do ripples and has an effect on other people. Now, what I'm saying this, I'm just saying from an outsider's perspective, but I'm seeing that I've seen this amount of many amount of times, as much as anybody that's paying attention to this. Um, and it's interesting that basically that I understand why can't we all deal with it in a diplomatic matter than not having to incite violence. 
Now, like I say again, this blockade that's been happening for uh, over several days now has been disrupting other people's lives that have nothing to do with it. And I am sure of that, that basically these the people that have nothing to do with it are very upset that basically that they, they're wondering, like, well, how come these people cannot, these individuals cannot do it in a different way that doesn't disrupt our, li our lives uh, from going where we need to go to meet, seeing the people that we need to see? And it's unfortunate that these these things go to these great lengths to get to the, to get to this place, to carry on through several days, maybe even weeks, where it's like 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 it's just basically like it's like you're in your own way, like get out of your own way. You're protesting with a, with a conglomerate, like a short minority of group of people. I shouldn't say a conglomerate, like a a, a, a small mass of people, and. One would think that basically that you could do it in a different way. You do not have to do it where it's disrupting other people's innocent lives that have nothing to do with it, and to to bring, but in a way you, where you can, in a diplomatic, civilized fashion, bring it to attention to the people that you feel that you need to bring it to, to bring greater bring greater awareness and and talk about it. Not do it in a way where it stops transportation, costing people's livelihoods and income, and other and people that have uh, who who need to do it for businesses that have nothing to do with that transportation services at all. I mean, it's just strange to me that basically that um, that these things have to escalate to this these levels to get in that uh, to be in that way. But. Uh, with that being said, um, moving towards equality. Now, equality is interesting, as I said in the previous episode of my podcast, uh, the equality crisis, um, that episode. I would say to add to that is that basically equality can be there on a higher level of having an equal between two, you know, two, uh, friends. You know, um, on this, when I say equality in terms of the respect, like given the genuine respect for for the people that you, um, your family, your friends, your associates, your your uh, colleagues, your your significant other, your wife, your husband, whoever it is, your you know your children, the respect of life is what I mean by equality. The higher level of equality having by that, everything else is subjective terms of because we're not all equal in terms of the physical physicality aspect. But what I say is equality in that higher level of we have respect for human life. And I will leave it at that. With the coronavirus, COVID, uh, COVID it's, it's interesting that basically that this, this virus will not continue to go on. It was, it's not the same as SARS. I mean, it could be comparatively be looked at that, but it, it it will not last as hell as much as SARS has, um, but at the same time too, it's interesting that this knowledge that is that that it can that is bestowed upon all of us that we will not get this uh, that will not, as they say, will not get it. It's interesting that it it is also fleeting. That it, I always wondered about that in terms of like the history of knowing the viruses and like you know very. Uh, damaging diseases that had, had affected a lot of lives and and 
did damage, like you I mean, like the Black Plague, to the Spanish, um, the Spanish flu. You know, and it's interesting with SARS, though you can't compare that to the other ones I just previously mentioned. It's interesting with the with SARS and the coronavirus. Though it is hit now, uh, with the coronavirus, uh, COVID, it's interesting that. <sighs> It's just it's just basically how the it, the information is out there, and for all in its intensive purposes, that it's great to know. It's fleeting in knowing it, and and it's like it's just it's a pocket. It's there for the pocket of the time, and knowing it. But it's like you're. You, it's only the only the only thing I could say is that basically there's a built-up awareness. But anything else after that, how can you? How else can you use it except for a reference, knowing it, and 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 being aware of like whatever the next virus comes around, who knows when that may be? Oh God, heaven forbid! That how could you apply that wisdom upon that when that next new virus comes around? So, COVID equality and the CN and VA rail blockade um, this is I can't say this is interesting times as much as I just said it right now this is not interesting times this is just very peculiar things that are going on um, that much of us that we are involved in and much and much of us we are not gonna ever be a part of um, but I hope that basically with the latter, that the VA rail, that the CN VA rail blockade, that there are there is a resolution, and that transportation can fully get back fully and running for VA rail and CN, and that you know jobs won't be lost. I mean, even just yesterday when I heard that that 400 jobs were temporarily, like 400 workers were temporarily given the pink slipped, which is, this is the first thing that which I'm interested to hear that temporarily laid off, like given the pink slip, uh, because, uh, because of the safety and, um, the, the natural business of VA to be running, uh, via, sorry, VA, via, um, that's people's lives that basically that, that need that work. And, just like I said, this protest, for all that it is, it's justified in the sense that to bring attention for rights, human rights. But it should be done in a better manner so it didn't affect these people's lives who need to earn the good income that they're earning. You know, for themselves, if they're, sing if they're single individuals, or they're, especially if they're families. But often at times it's focused on people, I mean, higher workers. We, we live in a society that we're, where... It's much mentioned, or much sorry, much said that there are a lot of families, right? So this, I mean, there should be there should I mean these things have been going on for so long. These, I mean, in these types of protests, there's got to be better ways to bring to attention to people in politics about these rights that are not being looked upon with better care. And it seems to go this, and it seems to go way too far to disrupting other people's lives that have nothing to do with it. And I'm sure, as like I said, that th I'm sure these people are venting, 
and yes, they have sympathy and empathy for these people that are fighting for their their human rights. There should be better ways to protest without disrupting businesses that need to be running and and need these people who are part of it who who have to earn their income to bring these good uh, betterments uh, great services to these people uh, to citizens who who have nothing to do with the protests but at the same time too basically who probably care about the fact is that they want the resolutions for these people and they hope that they get it but at the same time too they realize that basically they have to go on with their lives but they are aware of it what's going on but they need to get on with it they know they need to they know they have to get on with their lives and get to go where get to go where they go whether they work for the company for cnn via via rail or they are people that are traveling back and forth on the go transit i mean well i mean like it's just what i'm, I'm i mean all go transit has nothing to do with it but what i'm saying is that basically disruption for people live people's lives that have nothing to do with it it's unfair and that's where people who do these things are in power because that ripple effect is going down to these people whether they think it they, they don't think it is it is going to them and they should highly do think about it on a day-to-day -day basis and if they're not they should but what I'm saying is that what you do does ripple down to other people's especially when it is a mass conglomerate where other people are participating in this in the services that whether they are um, they are uh, patrons of it or basically they're workers of it. it it's like a pyramid it goes down and it's like what you do in your fighting your rights with other people and you are affecting services it does trickle down and they have to be mindful of that but i don't think most most people are in that way otherwise they would be more understanding and what i'm seeing is that i'm yes i'm saying it from an outsider perspective what you're seeing is and you're being and and, and the thing is too is that I, I i would hope that everybody would develop a higher awareness for themselves when they do this stuff but when you're in your own way and you're protesting with your mask groups and I am, I am all for that when you're doing it but understand you are affecting other people's lives that have nothing to do with it and you're costing them uh the very things they need to do with their ownness whether you you personally know whether they personally know you or not is the fact is that most often in the cases people that you don't know are and most often and most likely will never know and that's where it's unfair because in life itself where one party's doing one thing fighting for their rights and the other parties who are who are not doing that and they are living and they're living the good lives that they are and i mean like they're living they're living their lives as best as they can live it and the services that that they need to use is being affected by these protests this is where that's it, it's I would hate to say it's it's it makes sense why the people are, are fighting for their rights citizens these canadian citizens are fighting for their rights natural citizens and i, I mean but it's the same thing too just to be clear people are fighting for the rights where the people who are not a part of it like the majority of of um of uh canadians that are not have nothing to do with it where the other Canadians are fighting for their rights. It's unfair that basically that one other sides have to pay the price 
for another side that are fighting for their rights telling the government that basically hey you guys you need to wake up you need to really pay attention to what's going on and as much as you're doing you are giving some bit of awareness you need to do more if they're going to do that do it in a more diplomatic fashion where you're not affecting transportation services for people who do who do who do on a daily basis need to use it and and you, and, I, and I can only say they they realistically need to get out of their own way and I'm saying about the opposite side, those people who are protesting, I'm all for their rights and I would greatly support them. And I actually do support them. But they need to do it in a better way where they're not disrupting other people's lives and they need to have more of a wherewithal to understanding de-escalate it. Get it de-escalate it where you are having you are having diplomatic conversations where these with these politicians so you can get back services for like uh, services like C CN and VA Rail running to full capacity, having these people who are temporary who have temporary um, pink slips get them back fully reemployed and get them working and not losing their day to day income, um, so they support themselves and if they have and especially if they have families, um, get them back fully running. So on both sides, I say that for them. So I want both sides, basically those who are innocently have nothing to do with it, Canadians who have nothing to do with it, to those Canadians of the indigenous cultures who have who want to fight for the rights, who where I fully support that, they need to to de-escalate this, stop having to stop affecting these services for VA Rail because you because I thought it was nonsensical that they were doing that from the get go, but but if that's but it but it, that shouldn't have gotten to that point for them to affected services where you're affecting other people's livelihood to make income and for all that it is there are better ways to diplomatically uh to to make your point without escalating it to deeply affecting other people's lives where i'm sure there are other people who are venting uh who are actually venting uh, where these people, these protesters, have probably have no wherewithal of knowing that. I'm sure they're aware. They, I'm sure they they are very much more aware of their protesting and the people that they are collectively doing it with. But at the end of the day, they really have to be more sensitive and understanding and not be insensitive to the, to the lives of the people that are they're affected to. Because I'm sure there are many people that are thinking about this, and and. I'm not speaking for all of them. It's just I'm saying to have that awareness that we as human beings have that awareness that that people can feel this way, that's benefit enough. And I hope that basically the indigenous culture, these Canadians, are aware of it. They are aware that they are being a bit insensitive to these people, to other Canadians that have nothing to do with it, that have to use these means of transportation. Because I would hate to think what other, where this protest is, these type of protests would take to affecting other higher, you know, that maybe could affect higher level of services that other that Canadians would need to use. And I would hate to see that escalate to that level of hostility. So what I'm saying is that basically with this blockade, it needs to stop. And there needs to be a greater level in, uh, of... Um, and, and this goes along with the quality, as I'm saying about the three things, so like COVID, uh, quality, and um, the uh, the via the CNVA uh, via 
uh, rail blockade. Uh, what I'm saying about the latter two is that the equality is very much in line with the latter, the, the CN, the Canadian National, and uh, VA Rail. But it really, it is for the VA Rail blockade. It's that equal, these two go hand in hand where the fact is that if you really want to have equality, like in, in the sense of human rights where I'm respecting you and I'm, it's it's there it is out there we can all practice to do that but the problem is is that and it, and it's sad to have that it's great to have this awareness but it's sad to not to know that there are many other people out there I mean I say this from a point of view where there are a lot of people out there that has this type of awareness that I do I, I cannot dismiss that. I cannot. I, I would be remiss if I if I didn't acknowledge it. it. There are a lot of people out there that has this type of awareness that I do, on a different you know on a different level as I do. You know and you know on a surface level, whatever it is, there's just a high awareness that we all have that that you know that there are people out there that don't have our awareness. And as, and I'm saying clearly. It doesn't make us better than they have that gift within them to have that awareness. But again, as I say, there are people out there, and I'm not saying this to be insensitive. I'm saying it as a fact. There are people out there that don't have that awareness because they're in their own way. And that's what's sad about the human condition. There are people out there that could claim to say they have that awareness, like what many of us have, that they could have it as well themselves. As But the thing is, it's the ego. And they say yeah, ego is good. Ego is good in a sense of the drive of what you want to pursue towards. But then at the end of the day, you're realizing if you're working with a mass group, you got to drop your ego. Because it isn't about you. It is about the work. And this protest is about the protest. It isn't about these people. It, it, and it really it really shouldn't be about everybody's fighting for the same thing. But, but really, it's about... It, Ego gets involved because you're saying if you don't, if you're not listening, we're going to keep doing it. I mean, I've just heard this yesterday. One of the, one of the leaders said that if you don't, something to the effect, I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase what he said, but he said, if you don't, if you're not listening to the effect, if you're not uh, going to really listen or like, if you're not going to bring this to the table, like bring it to the table is what I'm saying. Like really talk about it. We're going to keep doing this. That's ego. In the way of it, like, dude, if you're fighting, if you're, if you're, I wouldn't say fighting. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you, if you really want the equality to, to, to exist, then get out of your own way. Like, really, you're fighting for, like, when I see protests, I see people surrounded by each other in a percentage like-minded to fight for the same things, but they, but everybody has their own, has their own thing within them of what they're fighting for. When they hear somebody else voicing something or giving voice to something in their perspective of, of why they're, why they're protesting. Yes. You, there, it can't can be missed. There's no way that I'm sure that basically they're gaining knowledge in that moment of, of that, of that, of a new perspective on why that person's fighting that's you know where the, where they're surrounded by the same people and it's sh and it's shared like-mindedness but you're gaining a new perspective on why that person's fighting for based on their situation it's shared where they're there 
we don't like what we're what's being given to us in our in our lives we are fighting for the equality and it's like and it's almost like fighting for the license of having equality and that's the that's where i find it nonsensical like there is no license of equality equality is your consent within yourself you want it to have it in a shared like-minded nature with other people where you're respecting other people's lives on that higher level but like i said there, there are those who can have that same high-level awareness because it is your birthright to have that awareness. But at the end of the day, when you see these certain protests, there are people that are in their own way and are so focused on the protests of like, no, we. it's almost like seeking the approval of like, I need your approval. Like, it's almost like you're denying me to have that right. And it's like, acknowledge it. I need your approval to give me that right. When in fact, you don't need their approval. You already have that approval within yourself. And what's sad is that basically, there's this fight of resistance that you are not you're not acknowledging me as a, as a citizen of this country. And you, you need to approve it. You need to acknowledge it. I, this is where I don't agree with that. It's like you have that within you. You have the human right already. It is your birthright. You're in this world. That is your right to be the human, the human being that you are. But what's the right is to have the same rights of other Canadians. I can understand that. Whereas basically, it's it's like what's said about, uh, like where a politician can say, well, where basically that you were you were promising these rights that to to, to uh in terms of um where where it can be equal to other people where i mean in terms of like in terms of fairness it's like it's you made it fair for us it's on the same level as other canadians or whoever citizens that it is it's fair like an equal playing field on that level uh, you know where it's there's the same type of similarity there's same type it's like there is it's a great amount of similarities but when you're seeking this approval you're seeking this approval and it goes to this and it goes to these great lengths to like to be a bit hostile to greatly hostile it's it's it, it's to me it's like what, what do you achieve by that you're inciting violent like it really has to get to the level where these people are on this opposite side that opposite side who basically who are not inciting these politicians who are not doing it who are not doing that to you and you have to raise it to this level to get them to be aware of it. You're not achieving really anything. It should not take. It should not have human beings raising to a level of hostility to get. I mean, if, if especially where governments are not inciting hostility and violence towards you, and you're doing it towards the governments that are not doing it to you, but you're doing it to them. That doesn't make any sense. That's nonsensical. To get their people's attention. I mean, there should be more civilized manners, a way of doing it. But to do a blockade. To disrupting innocent people's lives who have nothing to do with it, you've got to have to be sensitive and have and have the wherewithal to understand what you're doing is having a ripple effect towards people, other Canadians that have nothing to do with this. And I'm focusing it on this because it is in my um, yes, it's having it happening across many provinces, but these people have got to have this awareness. I am all for them fighting for their rights. But at the same time, too, they got to have that sensitivity and that wherewithal, that complete wherewithal to understand you are affecting other Canadians' lives that have nothing to do with it. And as much as I am, I can be all for these protests and these people are fighting for the right reasons that they believe, like, really 
are that they believe in that should supersede their ego. It should be a selfish, selfless protest, not a selfish protest. So, as much as I am ranting right now, I am stating from a higher perspective for myself to to share, to really to share, because I am not better than anyone, and no one is better than me. And all that I say about of every episode that I ever speak about, I say it from a point of, I say it clearly from a, a centered point of view, uh, as much as I may sound like a leftist. I say it from a pr perspective to share in wisdom, to, so that that you know, and I see it from a clear perspective that yeah, these people have, everybody has the chance to have a clear, a better clarity for themselves, if it's shared, because we all. Uh, we all grow better um, for uh, for each other by shared wisdom. And yes, there's some there's some wisdom that that can be fleeting to some things, but some things can be, in a sense, as long as we live, a sense of uh, you know, as much as it may be looked upon as as impermanence, it, there is a bit of permanence to as long as we live to knowing it. And that's where it is. As long as we know it and we apply it to life, there is a sense of um, temporal permanence. So that, I mean, I know that may not make any sense, but like impermanence is like it's just, it's it's fleeting. It's not gonna last. But like, there's a sense of like a, a sense of long. Uh, let me put it to you this way: a long sense of consistency, where it's there. As long as it's there, it's applied, and, it, and you're dedicated to it, and you apply it. Yes, life changes with social norms, but with things like this, I would hope that basically, I, I would not, I'm not going to say I hope. There should be awareness for them when you're doing these protests, when you're doing things like this, and it affects other people's lives that you may not, you will not have any other contact with them. You gotta have the awareness and the sensitivity that you are affecting people's lives, and it is, and when you do these protests, it isn't about you. And as much as I see people in a circle protesting, it is about a selfish endeavor to bring a greater awareness, not a selfish endeavor. Because when it becomes selfish and and it's all about you, and you lose sight about what you're folk, what you're protesting about with these people around you, you're in trouble. And it's the very thing. It's like when you start. I mean, it's the same thing. I remember that that. Um, uh, I know it pertains to entertainment, but it does apply to life. And it's what Jane Seymour said: that when you once you start believing your own your own hype, you're in trouble. And I heard this 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 saying over over 15 years ago, but it's true. If you're protesting, it is about the collective around you, not about you. Because if you are believing that you're fighting for the same rights as other the same people that are surrounding you, it should be about the higher higher reason of you know your agenda and often at times you could get lost in it with your own ego about what you're fighting about it may yes you're fighting about the same thing but you it, but, it, but when it trickles down to you're fighting about a particular things that's personalized to you it isn't collectively the same for all everybody around it isn't because what you personally and how you internalize it and how you approach the world to to resolving your the way you want to resolve things is going to be different to the part the next person that's standing beside you. 
It's got it. There has there is better ways to resolving what you're fighting for or which uh, well what you what you want to speak out against. Not fighting for because these people in government are not fighting you. They may be uh, withholding things that they see that they want to bring to the table and, and thing. And yes, you have to you have to uh, you have to bring to to accountability for what they say that they're gonna uh, bring equality to in terms of human rights in terms of services. Um, for your livelihood, you have to bring the, you have to hold them accountable because I mean, if they say they were going to do it, then they should at least hold up to the at least eighty-five percent of what they're saying. But often at times with politicians, they don't they oftentimes don't hold up because other things come into play in what they pro what they advocate that they say they're going to uh, bring fairness of equality to you know to um, the people that voted for them. You know, um, and especially that, and mainly that. But things got to change. The human—that's what I'm saying. The human condition, as much as there's great pluses about it, we are greatly still—we are greatly flawed in the things that uh, many of others can can get to know. And it's great to have shared wisdom. It's never to. It's like we really, we really got to be opening to to that shared wisdom, that it is betterment and is selfless wisdom for all of us to benefit from. That brings betterment to all of us. And if we are, and if and if, and if many of us are closed-minded to it, and we think we know all, we don't know all. And as I say, that my great teacher. Um, E.G. Uh, Jim Ross, E.G. Jim Ross had said to me, Jim Ross had said to me a decade ago, uh, two decades ago, back in 2001, almost two decades ago, is that not only we do, not only do we not know, we don't know that we don't know. The wisest individuals that know that we don't know everything is the person is that is never ignorant. We don't have to be damage and damage fashion ignorance. We all can share great wisdom that yes, that personally in, in an individualistic fashion that applies to our lives based on how we gain life experiences. But at the same time too, where other parties may not know it yet and they haven't had that life experiences, it will not be the same as 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 you you myself or anybody because we all live in different different paces. But if we can apply to them, then at that time, when you're when we're in their company or we're speaking to them through a live chat or we're speaking to them through email, whatever device of uses that we we communicate, it should be about it in a selfless nature that we can apply to them, that we can see that they may not know something in that moment, but give it to them in a selfless manner. And hopefully enough, they apply it to their lives. We got to do better, is all I'm saying. We all can do better, not only individually, but also in a shared collective sense in the human condition. We all can be better. Only for ourselves, but for each other, for all of us. On that note, live life to the fullest.